0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Thank you, God, for this time right now. I thank you for what you're going to speak to us. You're such a good father. Thank you, Father. I was getting ready for this message um, uh, there was a sentence that's been going through my head and through my life of, um, that was part of a sentence God is greater than God is greater than and that's why I mean it's not a full sentence it's, it's waiting for the end there is a tension a suspense at the end of that God is greater than what would it be in your life God is greater than be school could be the problems around it could be rough friends could be rough situations you're in god is greater than that it could be sickness could be your fears could be sin could be a separation from him could be limitations or, or a family legacy that you're trying to work through or, or, or your dna which you have something going on in your body you can't fix god's greater than that god's greater than than uh, darkness or any enemies around you god's greater than death he's greater than money He's greater than lies, anger, brokenness, depression, loneliness. He's greater than what people think of you, how people see you. He's greater than the atmospheres you walk into. He's greater than the unknown. He's greater than your perspective and mine. He's greater than all of us. He's greater than this planet. He's greater than the universe that He created. He's greater than that. He's greater than Now, we all have different answers, different finishes to that statement of God. is greater than Because we all have a different perspective in our lives. We're all going through different things. Um, we all have different times in our lives. Little kids, middle kids, older kids, old kids. That's all we are. Just kids, really. God calls us children, but not goats. <laughs> For the kids. Ah, oh, my kids. Jotham's awesome. Uh, my little five-year-old, if you saw him running around, that was him. I was trying to find him. He's out playing down ball in the, in the foyer. Uh, he's a cool kid. I shouldn't just I shouldn't just pick on it, up. but he had, he wanted a biscuit, right? He wanted this biscuit. He had to have this biscuit, so he's bought the biscuit. But have you ever seen kids when they like it's got the icing on the top and it's got the thousands, sprinkles? Yeah, hundreds of thousands. It's not true. There's not hundreds of thousands in there. There's probably a couple of thousand, but it's. Um, and he's eaten through it, but he decides to eat, you know, the biscuit first and then the hundreds and thousands, and then he's just got the sugary, yeah, he's eating all that. And he's like, look, Dad. Like, you, you have stickiness, you have a spirit of stickiness. Or, or <laughs> Kids with sticky hands. Every time I get up, I talk about kids with sticky hands, but that's what I've lived through my whole life. My whole, not my whole life, probably when I was a kid, but like 20 years, I've had kids with sticky hands in my life. I, thank you. Yeah, Jesse, it's time to stop getting sticky hands. <laughs> what? It's on them. you got sticky hands too. Oh, My daughter. So God is greater than, but we know that, right? God is, God, God is greater, but we know God's greater, don't we? If, if you walk on a journey of faith, you know God's greater. It's like, yeah, I know that. I can recall that knowledge. Yeah, saying funny, uh, but doing it again. For the, anyway, uh, yes, I have a funny, yeah, I'm not going to say that. That's okay, move on. It's okay, sometimes I have ideas in my head, and I say yes to, and I say no to. I just did it out loud then. Uh, <laughs> so you recall information, but do you know it? Like, is it something that you have, it is a knowledge or practical wisdom that you've gained from what you've observed, encountered, or undergone? Sorry about the puffing in my microphone. Pastor Stephen said that last week. Our encounters mould our identity. And that's true, because what you go through in life and how you go through things in life does mould your identity. So, oh, isn't that right? Good. Nothing is too hard for God, nothing is too big for God, because He's greater than He's greater than everything, everything. But He's concerned about the smallest as well. If you're the, if you're that big and that great, why would you be concerned about the littlest? But He is, because His thinking's not like our thinking. <laughs> I love that Zach. That's so cool. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. Uh-huh. His ways are not our ways. I love this. I love this because if it was me, I, I, we would be messed up a long time ago, completely messed up. But Everything in creation points towards God being great. This is another, th- another thing that we know, right? Yes, of course, the rocks cry out to God. Everything in, the, in all of creation declares the goodness of God. But have you ever stopped to see the sunrise and you go, wow, or look at, at your fingerprint? Um, and the wonders that we, God has placed within our body, he is greater than, like greater than. And the stuff that they don't understand, they, people that study things, the science that studies creation and proves that there is a God because there's so much they don't understand and there just is, you know. That's just the way it is. It is because God is good. God is great. God is greater than The earth talks about it. Our bodies talk about it. That panel up on the ceiling there, don't look too closely because there is some, that's okay, um, there's some slight leakage. That, that was a while ago. Don't worry about that for those who are standing like this fifth to sixth row. It's okay. But my dad was talking about the panels in this ceiling and how he was here when he put, they put them up. He says, I wonder what that panel has to say about what's happened here. What it's seen. The things that it's seen happen in this building. That's not the building, but they've seen God working out that greatness. That panel's seen it. So has the earth has seen it. Creation declares the goodness of God because it is a good God that created it. And it's seen the amazing things that God has done. There's a cool verse in the Bible where... Um, Joshua is talking to the, the Israelites, the children of God, right? And he's saying, um, you've got to follow God, like either choose life or death, like choose God or, you know, whatever else you're going to do. And they like, we choose life. And he goes, "Nah, you're not good enough. You're not going to, you'll just mess it up. Well, you've got to be sure. Do you really want to choose life? And they say, yes. And he says, well, here, this, he's got a big rock with him for some reason. He must be like the uh, um, Obelisk. Um, what's the name of the, is, Asterix, there you go. Wow. We were going to be here for a long time if nobody thought that up. A long time. Um, So he's got this big rock and he says, uh, this rock is here, it heard what you said and it's here as a witness to what you've just said. But the idea that a rock is going to witness, that's amazing. The world declares the goodness of God because it has seen the goodness of God. I love it. I love it. Right, so God is greater than God is greater than. I love that statement. He's greater than. Because whatever my situation is trying to tell me, He's greater than that. Whatever my body is trying to tell me, He's greater than it. So we're getting to, and, and through this whole story of God is greater than, I've just been thinking about things that have been said over the last few weeks from, from up here. So I'm going to bring it back to you. That's got to be okay with you because I'm just going to keep going. But uh, Pastor Steve McCracken mentioned that it's deployment time. I love that yeah. statement. It's ready to go, it's time, game time, it's time to go, time to get moving, time to be in the action, not out of the action, not on the sidelines, in the game, because this is your time, this is your time right now, it's not a golden time, it's not a better time that was or is coming, right now is the best time for you to be alive, right now, here is the best place for you to be, right now is the best time, because if you start wishing for something else, you'll never get it. It's time to get in the game. And yes, I'm just trying to hype you up. Of course I'm trying to hype you up because (laughs) so much of this world is trying to dumb you down, trying to numb you out, trying to stop you from feeling it. You know, Don't worry about it. Just just do what works, not what's the truth. Just do what works. That's going to be fine. I I don't want to do what works. Man, so set our eyes on Jesus. Pastor Stephen McCracken said, I can't just say Pastor Stephen because there's two of them. Pastor McCracken? Uh, said, keep your eyes on Jesus, set your eyes on Jesus so that everything and everyone, you see them through Him. is like you're filtered. And so any of the junk that, that you could look at and say, nah, whatever, it gets stuck on Him, right? Any, any of the, the ugliness of life, any of the ugliness of people or, the, or what is their sin or what is in the way from you seeing them as Jesus sees them, gets stuck on Him and you get to see them and see the world around you through His eyes. I love that, because it's time to be deployed. Your time is now, and it's time to get moving. It's not time to be sitting on the sidelines, because if you're sitting on the sidelines, you're going to get distracted, and you're going to find yourself in places you shouldn't be in, doing things you shouldn't be doing. Okay, so Jesus is calling you. It's deployment time. He's calling you to be greater than. It's time. You are greater than. Because he who lives in us is greater than anything else that lives in the world, right? So Jesus took on human form. Uh, he stepped down from being with the Father and in heaven, came onto earth, but he didn't step out of his greater than. He lived his greater than on his deployment here on the earth. So Jesus' time on the earth, he was greater than. He was greater than everything else in love. He's greater in love. He's greater with compassion, in kindness. He's greater in his obedience. I love that. I love the example. It seems like a high bar to set, but what, what, how cool it is to reach for it, right? How cool is it to reach for that obedience like Jesus did? Because he, he walked in step with the Spirit. He, he was greater than whenever people threw anger or, or you know, rage and, and this is wrong, you shouldn't do that. He, he didn't act in that emotion. He didn't act in that moment. He acted in the way he needed to he was greater than that situation and he spoke straight to the situation. You read it in the Bible, like just right to the core of the issue, right to it. When, when kindness was needed, he gave it. When compassion was called for, he gave it. When love was required, he was there. I love it. When forgiveness needed to be give, called for, that's what he offered as well. Oh man, Jesus was awesome. He's greater than, greater than. And he's deploying you onto this planet. It's your time to be greater than. So he's calling you to be greater than. But not greater than, because it's easy to get dis- distracted by the word greater and think, oh, I've got to be better. You're not better than anything. You're not better than others. We're not better than, than the person who doesn't know about Jesus. We're not, we're not better. And, and, it, and, and I don't think that's a good situation to be in anyway, because, man, I, uh, <laughs> I know what I'm going to do in a minute's time from now. I'm going to mess up. You know, I'm going to make a mistake. So I'm not better than. But Jesus is, and he's in me, so I'm greater than. I love that. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So in 1 John 4, it says, Whoever confesses and acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him, and he lives in God. And we've come to know by our personal observation, that's our experience, like Pastor Steve said, it molds our identity. <clears throat> and we believe the love which God has for us. Because God is love. And He who abides in love abides in God, God abides, lives, hangs out with. this is where you're comfortable, where you're welcome. God lives with us. because and we move on, it says, "cause as He is, so are we in this world. That's Jesus. As Jesus was in this world, so are we." I'm giving you these words because they're great encouragement for us to know that we are great, we can be greater than. Mm. We can act greater than. The fact, the truth is, not the fact, because facts can say things that are different to the truth. Um, The truth is that God's in us if we confess that he's, Jesus, is the Son of God. So that greatness is in us and is in what we do. I love that. If you confess and acknowledge Jesus is the Son of God, then it's deployment time. You're called to be greater than. In 1 John 4, it says, you dear children who are from God and who have overcome them, them not being people, Them being the way of the world, the the pattern of this world, the, the evil influence in this world, right? Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. In 1 John 5, it says, For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. I love this victory that it talks about. And this is the victory. It's exciting news that you can be victorious. This is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. It's our persistent faith in Jesus as the Son of God. Who is it who... Who overcomes the world is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. Because, because God, Pastor McCracken said that a couple of weeks ago. He said God wants to brand you with a holy sense of calling. That it is deployment time. Put a brand on you, not searing you and burning you and hurting you, but branding you like a brand, uh, like a brand. I love how my English works. So I concise people people applaud brevity don't they you know get to the point man i am i'm going now no um so through your confession and belief in jesus there is a brand and a banner over your life of that you are greater than you're greater than however that you know sign on the thing and jesus was greater than so he's calling you to do greater works than he did He's calling you for greater things, not bigger works, not just bigness, not not power, but greater. In John fourteen, Jesus is saying, uh, "I assure you, and I say to you, solemnly, so saying, like literally, I'm saying to you, if you want to use language from these days, anyone who believes in me as savior will do the things that I do, and he'll do even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, in my character." in my way of doing my authority, if you ask in my name, I will do this so that the Father be glorified because He glorified the Father in everything He did. So if you ask the Son, it's going to glorify the Father. And if you ask anything in my name, as my representatives, I will do it. Greater than, greater than. These are greater things you can do. It doesn't have to be... We get our eyes set on bigness, don't we? Like, it's got to be bigger, it's got to be greater, it's got to be more, it's got to be more numbers more decimal places no that's not right you can't have more decimal places more commas you know what i'm saying bigger bigger isn't better in god's way of thinking greater is his will is our father's will and if he calls you to do something that is greater than the pattern of this world i love it so we're being deployed right You and I are being deployed because we're an army of God, we're the the family of God, we're the children of God. God is deploying you. If you're on this journey of faith, like it says in there, it's deployment time. If you're not, this is not an exclusive club, although there is an exclusive way of getting in there. It's through Jesus. The door is open to you. You just need to say, Jesus, I want what you got. I want to live by the way you lived because it's good and I'm going to follow you. That's it. You're the son of God, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. And you are in the army and you are deployed. There's a term when, when people get deployed, I think I'm. Getting, I really hope I'm getting this right, about being in country. If you're armed forces and you are deployed, it's probably an old one, me watching the old Vietnam shows, in country, right? So they're deployed into a nation, That's, they're deployed, they're on a mission. That's the word I'm looking for, they're on a mission. You're on a mission. So to live, I'm just going to keep drinking because I'm thirsty. Mm. Sorry. Don't burp. So uh, when you're living in country, you've got to make sure that as, a, as part of the armed forces of God, you've got to make sure that you protect your supply lines. As an, arm, as an army needs to have supply lines open and available to it. If it doesn't, what it has is going to be used up. And then there's going to be trouble. Uh, trouble because they don't have what they need to perform their acts that they're ordered to do. And, and we need that as well. We need to protect our supply lines. Now, yeah, I'm paying for all the drinks. I just had water, just water. Um, so over here, Pastor Steve and Pastor Kylie both, they set up a table. If you've noticed over the last few weeks, set up a table and Psalm and 23. Thank you. All right. So the Lord prepares a table for me in the middle of my enemies. And the, the idea that this t- table is a single-purpose table for just you and God to sit up. It's just you and God. And, and I, it's to build a relationship between you. It's for you to learn who He is and who you are. It's for you to grow in understanding of that. It's for you to set your perspective. Man, it's for so much. It's for so much because... Right here at this table is your supply line so you have to protect your supply line because there's a lot of things in life that are trying to pull you away from that supply line or trying to come and take over that supply line because as a as an opposing force they will an opposing force will try and either cut off your supply line, steal your supply line or give you bad supply that's going to damage and, and interfere with your mission and you need to keep that you need to protect the time you spend with God now I need, I need to say that this time we spend with God, in whatever form that takes, whether it's just stopping for a minute, or whether it's sitting reading the Bible, or whether it's stopping and listening, I, I do believe it involves stopping. I think we need to stop our thoughts, stop our process. You can do it in the cart, you don't have to be physically stopped, okay? It's understand that there can be motion, but you need to stop. <laughs> uh, this is not difficult. Stopping and sitting with our Father and sitting and listening to the Spirit of God is not difficult. It's not hard. It can take determination and a will to get it done, to stop, because there are things trying to distract you, but it's not difficult. It just takes your will. Will you sit there? But it needs, you know, it's easy to think it's too hard. I can't do that. My life is too busy. I just possibly... I can only fit in one meeting with you this week, God. It's a church or it's a prayer meeting or whatever. It's more than that. Our life, my life needs more than this. Oh, I so need more than this because because tomorrow stuff will happen that, and I just forget this. You're probably different, obviously. I'm di- I'm just short-minded. Yeah, I can't remember what I was saying. Uh, I lose my train of thought easily. Uh so we need to take the time to resupply. You have to resupply. Yes. You've got to. You've got to stop, get the airdrop from God, wait for the parachute. It doesn't. It's right here. right now. It's like just all you need to do is Holy Spirit come. I need you. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just let God be God and be with you right now. That's all it takes is here now our Holy Spirit is here because I asked Him to be. If you ask Him, He will come. Protect that fly. Sometimes you've got to fight for it. So there's, there's got to be that will. No, I'm going to get five minutes. And that's going to be my time. I'm, I'm doing this. Nothing is going to stop me. Um, we're not fighting against people, okay? Because the Bible says don't fight against those around you. You don't want to hurt others just to make this time. But make the time. Because our supply line is so important. Spending time at the table with God. Jesus did this, it helped him stay fed and refreshed, ready for whatever came his way. And and who who thinks that God sorry that Jesus would have had a lot on his plate? Things would have been trying to distract him. Things would have been trying to take him off his mission. Do you think so? Yes. So the example is set for us. That's the way to live life. Spend time with the Father so you can spend your time effectively man and and sun sun tzu you know the guy who wrote the ancient art of war i'm going to bring a couple of points out of here out of what he said so it's it's like a, it's a book about um it's an ancient book it's quite old um it was about effective strategies to manage uh, your army and and be victorious when you're fighting battles so one of the things he said was all warfare is based on deception which if you think about it, if you're fighting a fight, you want the person to think you're somewhere that you're not so that you can come from somewhere he's not thinking and attack him. You want to be able to, uh, another one is supreme excellence consists of breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. Oh, man. So breaking the will of your enemy without actually having to engage them in battle will result in your, in your victory. How cool is that? And, uh, but then, ooh, hang on a second. How many times have I seen that in my life? And when the enemy is relaxed, make them toil. When he's full, starve them. When he's settled, make them move. Basically, he's saying an enemy is going to try and distract you and, and keep you off your focus, off your supply line, keep you busy so that you're not going to be effective in your, in your mission. Man, that's, that speaks to me. And warfare based on deception. I'm glad that Jesus doesn't talk about being deceptive. There's no deception in God. He's greater than that. He can be open and honest. And, and that's how we fight our battles. He's open and honest. Not against flesh and blood, but against the spirits that are and the powers of this world that are trying to distract us. Yeah, I'm going on. Let's move on from that. But how many times have you seen, have you heard of battles that have been lost because people have lost their heart, they've lost their spirit to fight because something has happened that has disengaged them from the strength of their unit in fighting, and they run. They lose the battle because they have gotten distracted out of it. So it's not hard to connect with the Father. And, and there's a cool statement that he said. said, He will win the one whose army is animated by the same spirit throughout all its ranks. So don't let your spirit be broken. Stay fed and stay fresh and in step with the Spirit. He will win whose army is animated by the same Spirit through all its ranks. So, next one. follow. I'm doing good for time. This is great. Follow the orders. Be obedient. Trust the commander sees the big picture. Your commander does see the big picture, even more than this guy did. Your God, Jesus, sees the picture. The whole picture. He sees the whole board. If you're playing chess, he sees every piece. He sees every move. He knows where is going to happen, what could happen, what will happen, what should happen, what is going to happen. He sees the whole game. Imagine not ever remembering something, just knowing it all the time. You know? Yeah. Huh. That's right. No. You know? I know. You remember the time? Yep. What about that time? Yeah. I know. That's good. And being everywhere at once. Not just in space, but in time. Everywhere, all the time, he's everywhere. God is everything, so he's greater than this. Our commander sees the big picture. It's time to not just look at the facts of things that are happening around you, because it's really easy to see the facts of stuff that's going on, isn't it? So easy to see, this is the way things are. right? And accept them as the truth. Yeah. So... We've said. I heard that said. Pastor Stephen and and have said that. Guys up here have said that. that, That's facts, but it's not the truth. Okay. How does that work out? Well, you know, God is healer. God's our healer. But but the fact is, I'm still sick. But God's our healer. That's the truth. The fact says you're sick. But God says He's our healer. He's my healer. So I go back to my supply line and I say, God, what does this mean? I'm sick. But you say I'm my healer. And then we get the good supply from him. We get fed in the way we need to get fed. We get refreshed in the way we need to get refreshed. So this isn't hard, right? But trust your commander. He knows what he's doing. So you're in the right place at the right time. You're born in the right year. You're breathing in the right minute. This is your time. It's time to be deployed. It's time to move. I love it. So um, in the movie Interview with God, uh, there's, this guy's having an inter- interview with a guy who says he's God. It is actually God. It's an actor. So it's a movie. Okay, thanks. There's always someone who's laughing for me. I like it. And the, and the interviewer says, so what do I tell people who say you don't exist? And God says, well, tell them I understand. But the world you see is just that. And sometimes that's just the way it seems. Sometimes it's just the way it seems. Sometimes that is just the way it seems. But what do you say, God? I need to... Because that's the way it seems. But what do you say? I need my supply built up here. I need to know what you're saying. Because we, we pray for things and that doesn't always happen. God, heal that person. He's dying. We don't see the person... that He, he passes away. Or she passes away. What is, God... What happened here? Oh, that's just the way it seems. So does that mean my prayers were ineffective and they didn't do anything when I prayed for him to live or her to live? Does that mean that it didn't do anything? Can you tell me that? Does it, does it mean that is pointless and that is useless? No, that is just the way it seems. Just the way it seems. Because you either take this all or nothing. Either Jesus is the Son of God or he's crazy So it's an all or nothing decision here right now. All or nothing. You can't play a part of your hand. You've got to push it all in. All in. All in. It's just the way it looks. It's just the way it seems. It's just the way it seems. So where's my... I don't know what happened to my props. There's been a lot of props on the stage here. Oh, thank you. Oh. Um, I, I'm a, I couldn't see it. That's all. Hang on a second. Let me have a look around here. Ah, there it is. I may have broken something else. Let's pause for a moment and ask for forgiveness. Ah, uh, so here's. Anyone got one of these? This is my past. It gets, it gets in the way sometimes. I keep carrying it around. It's just, it's just, it's always there. Ugh. It's a good point of, conversa- oh, I've broken it. It's a good point of conversation. It's only a plastic bag. It's okay. Um, all right. So what I'm saying here is, it's like this is our, our past, our problems and our pain. And it's not that that didn't happen, because it did. These things have happened. And stuff like that has been in our life. But if you just carry it with you all the time, it's only going to be a hindrance to you and maybe others as well. It could be annoying. But this is not made for us. The stuff that's happened in our life is not made for us to just carry around. Jesus says, give me your burdens. And I'll give you a burden that's light. My light, my burden is light. I'll give you rest. I'll give you peace. What's in this bag is not rest and peace if I keep carrying it around. It's not. It's only going to cause me pain and suffering as I go. And, and I'm only teaching people around me to keep carrying their own. So, I can keep carrying them around or I can take a a leaf out of the Bible leaf (laughs) teaching a teaching from the Bible all through the Old Testament there's moments in in history where stuff happened that was just like groundbreaking and amazing and even happened in the New Testament as well where people have said when it happens they go we have to remember this this is important and they may not have had paper to write it down on but but the the truth of it is for us as well that you need to remember those times. So they said, we're going to build something to remember that. We're going to build something. So we can keep carrying our, our problems around our past, our situation around with us, or we can choose to go to our supply and take... The problems and the pain, which I'm not trying to belittle it at all. I'm making fun of this bag of pots, not of your pain, not of your problems. You understand the link I'm making here is, is that it's not, I'm making comedy out of it, but I'm not making comedy out of your pain because it's legitimate, I understand. And your pain is legitimate in the, in the fact that it happened to you. But you don't have to carry it around. And how can I, But the question I think of is, how can I, look at that when that pain is still there in my life and and it's still painful for me to remember that cuz in our time of the answer to that is in our time of supply with our father we need to ask him how do we see this situation what happened here where were you and through your supply with your father he will tell you where he was when this happened he'll tell you where he is now and he'll tell you what he's going to do because this isn't meant to be for pain the Bible actually says that he'll take everything all things and turn them out for good work it out for good he will, he will so this situation, this time will be a monument and a memorial. memorial, something established in your life, <laughs> let's use that word, something established that you can look on and go, this is when God, this is when God changed this. This is now not just pain and problem in my life. This is actually a testament to the goodness of God and a God that is greater than my pain and greater than my situation. And we need to establish these monuments in our lives. You need to, you have to. You have to take the time to remember them. Because if you don't, you forget them. You need to remember when God moved in your life. You need to get them and write it down. But there's more than that. It's actually more than just for you. In in Joshua 4, um, Joshua calls the 12 tribes, as they go through the, the Jordan, which was a raging river that God had said, you're going into the promised land, right? He's sending his people into this place. to to live, that's going to be their land but between them was a a river that and they didn't have like stuff they could just ford that river with, they were just walking and God said just send my presence in first send the the Ark of the Covenant in to the water first and as they did the water stopped flowing and the guys were able to walk across this river which would have been a sight to see come on, that the water stopped a while up, that would have been interesting Um, But the ground they walked on was dry. They walked across the river dry. God did an amazing miracle for them. And as they walked across, they grabbed the stones and they took them with them. And they piled them up on the other side as a memorial to remember. It says an everlasting memorial for the children of Israel and for us as well. To remember what God can do. Remember that He is greater than the situation that may be blocking you from where you need to go. He's greater than that. Joshua says, um, cross over to the ark and, and in the midst of the Jordan and grab a stone. This is the 12 tribes of Israel. Each house grabbed a stone. And they grabbed these 12 stones and they chucked them on the ground in a pile. They said, this is it. So that, so that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask later, what do these stones mean? Then you shall say to them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off God did a miracle in our lives. God changed things from what the facts said to what He said. He turned it around, and we had God move in a miraculous way in our lives. So that these stones may become an everlasting memorial for Israel forever. So that you can tell those around you this is what my God can do. This is who my God is. He's greater than this, He's greater. Thank you, Father. Thank you for you being greater than everything in our lives. That we can call on you when we're weak and the enemy seems strong, things in our lives seem bigger, you can go to your supply line and get the right the right perspective for what the facts say. Thank you, Father. So I realise that this may stir up some thoughts in your mind or some past in you thinking about your past and its raw. There'll be time after the service. If you need prayer in that, if, you need, if something is like just flashing in your head right now and it's, it's big, come and ask for prayer afterwards. We'd love to pray for you because God is greater. And sometimes you need to agree with Other people need to agree with you that God, yes, you're greater than this. And we can pray for him to move in that and your supply line to be re- restored. You've got to fight for that supply line so that you can be effective. Thank you, Father. He's a good God, yeah? And he is greater than Thanks for joining today. It would be so awesome to see you at church this Sunday. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.